Ten Drink Minimum is a proud member of the Barilla's Podcasters Guild. last party of the weekend we are live it is 10 drink minimum it is 6 p.m on a sunday night let me pull everybody back in here oh man how are you guys doing in the new year uh doing good awesome yeah it's almost like it was just another day oh right i'm feeling more positive i curled part of my hair today oh i thought you were gonna say you did some curls you're like i did some curls yeah right. Buff. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, okay, cool. It's like that's fun. Oh, I didn't share this. Let me share the show real quick. Yeah. Oh, I should probably do that. Too. Nope, I already did it. It's already on yours. Oh. I I've Got lost it. complete faith in you guys, so I just do it on my own now. Thanks, dude. <laughs> I'm like, you guys aren't gonna do a damn thing, are you? it every week for quite a while just lay in there goofing well, I, I broadcast from my phone and that's the only other uh, way I got and that's that's you know what smiley that's that's, a, fair. that's pretty fair you know it's all like exit the show to share it and then come back i will help you out with that then i will <laughs> share it for you i appreciate it uh today's show is uh drink i would say is um i would you know it's a new year i would do a little bit of champagne and mimosa maybe Ooh. or there's lots of people doing dry january oh, so i thought you were gonna say me, it's a green tea oh i thought you were gonna say there's lots of people doing drugs and i was like yeah probably people got their stimulus <laughs> people got their stimmy yo oh, did you guys so did you guys get your stimmy we did. I feel like I everyone should. in the world has got theirs but me, which is okay, which is fine. I'm not, you well, know. Well, Jason got his. I haven't gotten mine yet. Oh, okay. But you know what? I never got my first one, so. What What happened? Why did you not get one? So, yeah, what's going on here? Yeah. They and This happened to my mom, too, okay. but my mom's ex-husband, my father, is much more reasonable than mine. Okay. Um, the IRS. Ha, sometimes accidentally stend, sends the stimulus to mm-hmm. uh, like an ex-spouse that you filed taxes with previously. Oh. And that's where oh. mine went. Oh, so someone yeah. else got it? Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, so did you go, hey, where the fuck is my money? Can I have it? Yeah, they have to figure it out now. So I don't know. They're going to figure it out with the help of a baseball bat? What are they figuring out here? <laughs> I don't know. So the IRS was basically like, well, you know, he's he's probably going to be in trouble either way mm. because he got an extra $1,200 oh. and didn't 
say anything. Yeah. So. Yeah, the, the government kind of notices that. They will. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It's not, not my problem anymore. They will. They said they were going to figure it out and get me my money. So. I see. I see. Okay. Just well, waiting. Okay. I mean, we have to send Chewy over there with a cheese grater. With a cheese grater, grab him by the hair, and he's just like scraping their face off. Where's the money, man? Where's the fucking money, bro? I mean, you know, sometimes shit's got to be paid, you know? Yep. Where is my money? Well, what sucks, too, is he's been able to work through this whole thing. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I'm interested to see how the tax how the tax man is going to do this year. It's going to be an interesting deal. I don't know. I don't know either. I I literally have no idea, and I usually do tax preparation. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, who knows? I don't know. I bet there's going to be a lot of people that just don't even, can't even file. Like, I'm not going to file this year. There's no way. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you'll have to file, (laughs) won't you? I mean, if well, you take like a little, no, if you make too little, uh-huh. then, oh, like, you know, but you don't have to file. Uh, I see what you're you saying. You don't have to unless you but, make uh, enough money. I see what you're saying. So a bunch of people won't, won't make, like, I remember there was a year, <laughs> like, this kind of is, 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 blows my mind now. I remember there was a year I made $9,000. Wow. Total <laughs> in the, in a whole year. And uh, I was like, you know, I didn't know anything. Now that's like, I'm like, I'm like, how in the hell did I eat? You know? Yeah. And well, I mean, I do, I do know. So like, when I lived in in Portales, New Mexico, where I started this this program, this fine program, um, you would get you would get in a house and you would get like two roommates, and then the rent on the house would be like five hundred dollars. Yeah. Per se, so you know. So you would have, you know, what's 500 divided by three? It's like, a, you know, 100 and something, you know, 100 and something a piece. I don't know. What's yeah. the math on that? Let's see. Let me pull up the calculator here. Not very much. <laughs> right. Not Cheap a lot. as hell. Right. But then we struggle like $166 a person. Wow. Let's say. Let's say that that's what it was. And I remember struggling to get the hundred and sixty six dollars. And I mean we would eat we would eat ramen, we would eat spaghettios, um, you know, but then we definitely bought beer. Like I I you know, I I clearly remember I remember like when this is gonna this is old people hour, I guess. So I I remember um (laughs) this is yeah, old people cast. Welcome to old people cast. I remember when Keystone Light, because that was our beer of choice, because you know we were stupid. I remember when they went from a case, which is twenty-four beers, to a thirty-pack. When the thirty packs came out, right? They had a big logo on the side, and it said, "Now with six more beers." And of course, everybody was like, "Well, hell yeah!" A thirty-pack of Keystone Light was eight dollars. <laughs> you know. Because it's barely beer. Right. And, uh, you know, and that was kind of the norm. And then I remember when they went from $8 to $11. 
And I That's was a like, big jump. and I guess, and I was like, well, I guess I don't drink anymore. This is for 30 <laughs> beers. Eleven dollars, and I'm I'm like, well, that's that. I guess I have to stop drinking, you know. I, I know the sentiment. I, I remember I remember when uh, twelve packs of PBR went went up to ten dollars. Yeah. I was like, ah, rip off. Right. I don't know. That's that all still sounds cheap to me because by the time I started drinking beer, PBR was at least ten dollars. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's oh, man. So, yeah, so, I mean, I like, I remember going, and, like, you would do that kind of thing, though, where you would go to the store, and, you know, you couldn't really, you know, you, you didn't get what you wanted. You got what you no. could afford. You know, you were like, ah, yeah. geez. Yeah, I've got $5. I can get a four-pack of Ice House Tall Boys. <laughs> or, you know, chip in with everybody and go in on the Keystone Light, you know, and hopefully drink them fast enough that I can get more out of my money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so you would just like speed drink. <laughs> I've mm-hmm. had days like that too. I, start, those are the days. Start chugging them. Until recently, we were pretty poor and would have to just kind yeah. of chug our beer to oh, hope man. to get a buzz by the end of, you the, know. Yeah. Oh, you chugged or it. Or we would get yeah. a few good craft beers okay. where we would get a buzz. But now we don't have to worry about that because – Hamster's awesome. So <laughs> when you were when you guys were I don't know if James know did did this he might have. So when you guys were younger in your twenties, you say, mm-hmm. what was the game like the games of choice for speed drinking? Uh, King's Cup. Let me let me let me let me actually say this beforehand. We do not condone in any way, shape, or form <laughs> drinking alcohol <laughs> in any kind of fast way. It's not a good idea. It's not good for you. It's not good for you. Uh, it's, you know, don't drink and drive. Don't speed drink. Don't, you know, power drink any of that shit. Anyway. <laughs> so you said sense. kings. You said kings. Kings. And uh, we would just shotgun beers. Yeah. That was just, we just did there was That, that was like the big manly thing was to shotgun a beer or to, to bong a beer through a beer bong. Mm-hmm. Back in the days when I was in college, a bong was a, was a thing, a funnel with a, hose on it yeah we had those too and if you're a girl that could do those things forget it (laughs) well and it was crazy because we would uh, i lived in this party house legendary party house in portales they probably burned it down now um and uh, i mean we would have like two or three hundred people out of this house and it was like across from a school so the next day like on a on next monday it'd always be trashed like (laughs) there'd be the, the people would be out picking up cans and shit I feel terrible about it now, but you'd have to like go out to the front lawn and drag yeah. someone in. Right. It's daylight. Yeah, but we'd always like pitch in and get a keg, you know, like a half barrel keg, Bud Light. You know, it was funny because like I was like the king of this this process. Like I knew like ins and outs. So what we would do is we would get pitch ins um, for a keg, and everybody'd be like, get get Bud Light or get Miller Light, and you're or you know something like that. Well, a, a half barrel of, of Bud Light or Miller Light usually ran around $80 in those days, right? Well, what you could do is, is you could go to, and, you know, a lot of people never, like, they. I owned a, I owned a keg shell. I owned a keg, um, the, the trash barrel that you put the keg oh, in. Yeah. And I had, a, and I had like, a rotating amount of taps that I, that I had purchased, and I would <laughs> so use them. The setup. I would use them to fix, like, you know, fix other taps, you know? 
So <clears throat> what, what I would do is, is my friend, my friends and I, we would go to uh, the, hey, happy new year to you. Hi, Nugget. Hey, Nugget. Um, so what we would do is we would go, we'd go on the beer run, right? And you take the keg shell. Um, so actually, they, that's what it was. Uh, a keg, of, a half barrel of beer was $100 because you had to pay a $20 uh, deposit for the keg shell. Unless you had one to trade, which is why those, you know, why having a keg shell was worth its weight. Or stealing one. Yeah, yeah. or stealing one, yeah. <laughs> so I would take my keg shell to trade, and then I would collect about 80 bucks from people. And then we would show up, and we would, um, you know, they, they always, like, when you go to buy a keg, they always take you in the back of, uh, of the, where, the, where the kegs are. You know, you kind of help them a little bit or they'll ha- go. you go back there to pick one. So we would always go, well, let's see what you have. We would never tell them what we wanted at the counter. We would always say, you know, you learn the game. You'd say, let's see what you have. And you'd go back there with them and they'd be like, oh, we have like a Sam Adams keg. And that was like 120 bucks. But then they'd have like the Bud Light and they'd have like Miller Light or Coors Light. And those would run around 80. But then they'd have like Red Dog or... <laughs> like bush light or um you know something not good and i mean the bush light could be like 40 bucks you know right. and or well, red dog usually ran around 60 bucks you know and so what we would do is it'd be like we'll be like all right can we get that red dog one and then like they always had the little like they had the little cap on the on the where you put the tap and it would say what it was. And, you know, they just reused shells. So they didn't, it didn't have like any marketing on the side of the, of the half barrel. So we would, you know, if you were, you know, at the IGA store or, or on base or whatever, they always had a bunch of those little caps that went on top of the keg shell. Uh, the little, where the, um, I, I see where you're going the tap with this. Was. And we'd always say, hey, can we have like just one of these like Bud Light ones or whatever? And they'd be like, yeah. And we would stick that on there. And, and, you know, we would spend 60 bucks instead of 80, right? But hold on. We didn't, like, steal the money. Like, we were stealing the money. So here's here's where we're at. So we knew, we always knew that one keg was never going to be enough, right? So the big thing was, too, is we didn't have enough money for two. So what we would do is we would buy the Red Dog keg for 60, put that Bud Light or that Miller Light or that Coors Light logo on it, show up and then like people would see us like tap it and we'd take that little cap off and put it on the counter and they'd start drinking it and people would almost never almost never know you know and it was like yeah they would yeah yeah and we would take that 20 and it was pretty much for the next one so you had a jump start you know what i mean so then you'd be like, you'd go and lift the keg shell because that's how you could tell how much beer is in a, in a half barrel. You go and grab it while it's in the ice and you can kind of lift it with one arm and you can see, you can feel how much liquid is in it. See and, if it floats. Yeah. And so we would start the hat pitch, you know, be like, oh, we got to get money. And you'd never get enough. So that's what that extra 20 was for was to like get that money for the next. And we'd always, you almost, you almost always get a second keg. There were times where we'd start out with one keg, get a second one, and then have extra money to like share <laughs> the next day. But where that was going was is like there was always this group of girls, and there was like ten or ten to fifteen of them that would always show up with a with a funnel bong, 
and mm-hmm. just start doing uh, beer bongs. Look at this. Yep. And these traits were passed down through the gins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is one of my friends from college. Yeah, he knows. He knows what he knows what we did, uh, man. Yeah, <laughs> I was one of those girls. I guess I was one of those girls. Yeah. Like we would do. I would bring. I had my own beer bong, and yeah. then uh, I also did keg stands. Oh man, I had I did a, keg stands. Keg as stands well. were. I I could never do keg stands well. I never did them, and also I was a big guy, so it's tough for people to hold me up. So I was one that always held people up. Um. My pl- I was super tiny, so. Yeah. So, um, whenever the fraternities like do like the first two weeks of school are dry, you're not allowed to drink, right? That's the recruitment period, or it used to be anyway. And um, so you couldn't, um, you're not allowed to drink in your fraternity house for the first two weeks. If you got caught, I mean, you know, we still did it, but like if you got caught, you know, you were, um, you would get in trouble with the IFC and the president and all that. So anyway. So the the last the second Friday of the dry period was called uh, at five o'clock. The dry period ended, so the big party was called five o one. The party didn't start at five o one, but five o one is when you could drink in the house again. And when I was when I t- accepted my bid and all that, they decided to have one like there was five fraternities on campus and uh, two sororities. And the one one fraternity everyone hated, like every they were like the common enemy of everyone. So the other four fraternities had a had a joint party, and there was seven kegs. And I remember this dude did like a forty eight second keg stand, and I was just like, wow, you know. And I was like, I think I was like nineteen or twenty, maybe. He just wow. pass out after that. He it was, was fucking. <laughs> He was still gone, man. He was one of those dudes that could just go, you know. And yeah, so I was. It was funny because like we did. Did someone say speed quarters for the game earlier? Were you guys talking about? Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. So I used to have a beer bong. I I had a a thing that I got at spring break where it was a shotgunner for beer bottles. It was this. I think I might have it. So I don't know. It was purple and it had a tube that went down into the beer bottle to to, oh. to do the air. And you could just lift a beer bottle and blast it. <laughs> yeah. If you just get a if you just get a bendy straw, it works the exact same way. Yeah, I'm sure. It's the same. Yeah. I had like the official one, you know. Like if you ever go somewhere for spring break or you know, I mean when kids do, there's all all this paraphernalia just to get wasted. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's Not, the one I I, yeah. I would always do with, with the bendy straw for the beer bottles. Yeah. Did you guys ever play flip? Yeah, go ahead. The beer just falls into your mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it rushes. Did you guys ever play uh, flip cup at all? Yeah. Yeah, that was a big one where I was from. Mostly here we played King's Cup. Yeah. And then there was this other one that we played that was like a rhyming game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that might have been part of King's Cup, actually. Yeah, it was like you made a rule, like rhyme. Yeah. And then everybody, everybody, you had to rhyme and you couldn't repeat. And like, however many people it went around, that's how many drinks you had to take. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We did King's Cup. We would do Mushroom Kings where you would do like, instead of like on the, on the table, you would, you would put the, the cards on top of the cup. And, oh, and, yeah, and yeah, then they'd balance, and then someone knocked them all off. They had to drink, you know, you filled a cup full of like whatever, and then they had to chug it, you know. 
<laughs> I'm getting flashbacks. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I don't have that iron stomach anymore. Yeah. I just oh, remember no. I just remember like whenever Marble when in the days when Marble was young and it was just like the one building over on Marble and first like the little mm. building. I was there with a group of people um <clears throat> some downtown scene people and someone had got a a little cup plastic cup for water and they had quarters out and they kept trying to like make them in the cup and they couldn't make it and finally i was like let me give me that and so i made it and they were like damn that was cool do it again and i did it 10 times in a row and everybody wow. was like holy shit and i was like yeah man that's that's just, you know <laughs> i went to college motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I, I learned how to do quarters yeah. not for any drinking purpose, just no. out of boredom. Oh, wow. Oh, that's a thing you can do? Ka-ding, ka-ding, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can I bounce it off that and then into the cup? Ka-ding. Okay. I wonder if there's a list of like the ones from Beer Fest. All the oh, different... I bet there is. I'm sure. All, yeah. those, all those beer games that I yeah. never in, involved myself. Well, My they had, qu- they had quarters on there, which I got, yeah. What were you going to say, Holly? I'm sorry, we cut you off. Oh, I'm, I'm not very oh. good at uh, quarters. Well, I, I loved one of my favorite games was Speed Quarters, and so I really got super good at because you have to be Speed Quarters. You have to play quarters. It's like regular quarters, but you have two cups, and uh, <clears throat> you you try to catch the other cup, and if you catch it, whoever gets caught, they have to drink, and you just oh, have that, to be no. you have, you have I, to be super fast. Just like, I phew. usually would just like end yeah. up chugging something because I was just I knew I was yeah. just going to be wasted. The best was like when you had somebody new and they were like, they sucked. And you just like, like literally like after like 20 minutes, they're just messed up. And you're like, well, your night's done. (laughs) You shouldn't have played. (laughs) (laughs) And you do that on purpose sometimes. I don't know. I don't know we got off on that, but like, I I always wonder like what people did when they were in their 20s. And I don't even know why it was a thing. It's like, why do we have to do this thing that makes us drink faster? Like... Because you're young and stupid. Young and stupid, yeah. <laughs> you know, and you don't uh, drink good beer. Oh, so. fuck no. It's always like Bush Light or Natural Light or... Yeah. I'm not going to say Pabst Blue Ribbon because that, you know, that's, oh. an, that's an award winner. Pabst is delicious. It is the award-winning Pabst Blue Ribbon. But right, well, I can't was... even see the Keystone label anymore. Mm-mm. Like, if I see it, it yeah. just makes me want to throw up. I don't know if I have had... I mean, I don't know, remember the last time I ever had one. And, uh, I mean, that was our go-to. We drank that shit like crazy. And it was just uh, water. I never, went, I never went below Pabst. Yeah. What is the alcohol level on on uh, Keystone Light? Which actually made drinking games way more hazardous in the houses that yeah. I was in. Oh, yeah. So no kidding. What, what's in the keg? Sierra Nevada? Mm-hmm. Let's play a drinking game. Oh, Everyone's been plastered yeah. in an hour. Yeah. Uh, I hung out with a bunch of people who drank hard liquor instead of beer. So when we would play King's Cup, it was just like a yeah. bunch of random like, booze. Yeah, yeah, that's horrifying. And it's, and uh, <laughs> you would you would end up mixing that with like beer sometimes. Like, yeah, ugh. it's it's whatever everyone was drinking. That's, okay, that's why yeah. I, I so never played that game. When I was young, like the big popular. I mean, that's the other thing too. Is like there's these like un, you know when you're twenty, you know around twenty one years old. There's definitely alcohols that were probably around then that probably aren't even around now. So the big ones were there was a thing called Purple Passion, 
And that was what like women loved it. I don't, you know, I'm sure there was men that loved it too, but it came in a two liter bottle and it was basically grape Kool-Aid and Everclear. I don't know how the fuck it didn't eat through the two liter plastic, but it was called Purple Passion. It was real, real popular. Then there was uh, an alcohol called Avalanche. Uh, let me see here. If I can pull it up here. Yeah, they're there. Oh, and Aftershock. There was two different ones. And I remember Aftershock. Aftershock and Avalanche. Yeah. Aftershock was the big one, right? Okay. So here you go. Let's pull this up here. Um, For anyone who's not over New Year's yet, here is some hangover inducing awfulness. Yeah. Like oh. you can't see it in the picture very well. But uh, it had these crystals in the bottom of the Ew. bottle. And it was basically our version of uh, uh, what's that shit that people drink now? That pepper, that cinnamon whiskey. Um, Fireball? Fireball. Fireball. So it tasted, it was like cinnamon schnapps, but it was in like this, you know, fancy bottle and it had like a minty aftertaste. And then it had these crystals in the bottom of it. I'm sure you can still find it. And. So what people would do is they would finish the bottle. They would um, either break it or get a coat hanger and dig the crystals out of it because it was like it was like um, a cinnamon Jolly Rancher but alcoholic. Oh. And uh, so then there was that. There was um, Goldschlager. Oh. Goldschlager was big when I was in my 20s. And it was oh. the cinnamon schnapps with the uh, – gold flakes in it that's supposed to cut the lining of your stomach to help you get drunk more. Um, yeah, that's, they, they still have that one around. Yeah, yeah same, it's still yeah. around. People, mm. when, I were, when I was bartending at the strip club, it was um, Goldschlager or um, the other peppermint one. Um, Rumplemints. 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 Yeah. Uh, the strippers would drink that so nobody knew they were drinking. Yeah, because it's all minty. Then yeah. there was uh, uh, St. Ides made a... a Malt beverage. You mix them together. No, St. made them. No, mix mix those together. It's a screaming Nazi. Oh, the Rumplemints and uh, Goldschlager. Yeah, you I mean you lose friends that way. Oh yeah. Well, no, that so that was the drink we would drink uh, at the bar. Like if it was your birthday, we got you a Rumplemints, Jägermeister, and Bacardi One Fifty One, and they called it the three. Oh. That's what they called the three wise men where I was from. But it's you know. Uh, that's, yeah. that's not what it is here. Jägermeister, <laughs> Rumplemints, and uh, One Fifty One. Um, and man, that was like zero to 60 for some people. Cause they were just turning 21. It was like, Ooh, I, I remember people uh, laying on the sidewalk outside the bar. They'd be like, you know what I should get for my free drink. Don't you? And I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> like I had a definite answer for him. It was a fucking bad idea. Um, but then at St. Ives magical stuff. <laughs> What's at that? The, at the bar we used to go to uh-huh. super tang, super tang. Yeah. Where it was tang and uh, Everclear. And they put it in one oh. of those slushy machines. Dear God. And this was a bar that was upstairs and had a balcony. That was amazing. And had a balcony. <laughs> and uh, you fell out into the street if you fell off the balcony. Um, but wow. uh, St. Ides and it had, a, it had a malt beverage called St. Ides Special Brew, and that was super popular. Um, it's still around. Is it really? Let's see if uh-huh. I can. Oh, wow. Yeah, it sure is. That's, that's um, huge, man. Yeah. And that was like the under 21 crowd. Love that. Not that they drank. There you go. 
Three Wise Men is rough because it hits you in stages. Yeah. 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 Stage one, you're woozy. Stage two, you've fallen down. Stage three, you lay in your own sick. That's the three you stages. You guys are going to make me throw up I'm sorry. talking about this stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying so This hard was the St. Ide special brew. This was like for the underagers. They loved this stuff, man. It was a malt beverage. It was uh, came in multiple different flavors. They didn't do it. It's funny because like, now you buy your uh, um, um, seltzers. I, was, I, I introduced my mom to the seltzers uh, over Christmas, and she's like, oh, I like this one flavor. She's like, do they just sell it where you can get just the one flavor? And I was like, some of them do. Some of them just, they just, like, most of them all do the variety pack, and some of them that's all they do. So mm-hmm. I think if St. Ides back in the day would have done a variety pack, that would have been a smarter idea. <laughs> So when I was 21, we had um, four loco. Oh, see that that was after me. And we would take four loco and then mix other alcohol into four loco. God dang! Oh no! <laughs> and uh. I saw my friends do it. I think one time, and I was like, yeah. I'm not gonna do that because <laughs> uh, right before I turned 21, I went to Oktoberfest in yeah. Germany. And got super wasted, and I think that because I got hi Debbie, because I got hi, super Debbie. wasted with my parents mm-hmm. and saw how that went. Oh. I by the time I turned twenty one, I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to act like that. But yeah. my friends used to mix four loco with tequila or oh whiskey. god, that's awful. Oh, yeah. it made me sick now. Well, th- this <laughs> was. Payback. <laughs> this yeah, this was our our version of Four Loco. It was called Sparks, and it was I remember Sparks. Yeah, it was like uh, yeah, it was the same thing where it was like alcohol and energy drink all in one. I would I would drink those if I was tired and I had to go out and party, <laughs> which My is a stupid one thing. thing. To drink when I was twenty one was vodka Red Bulls. Oh, I drank man. those all the time. Yeah, and then I went. I also went through a cosmopolitan phase. Ooh. Which I, I think every girl goes through that. Yeah, hey, I, I went through that too. <laughs> did, did you? Yeah. I was like, I'll drink a Cosmo. Makes... I like to have my pinky out. I'll be all, hmm. Uh, then another big one was, I mean, this was the I'm broke, but I don't like beer choice. Boone's Farm, Strawberry Hill. That was oh. the that was the I'm broke and I don't have any money. So. <laughs> <laughs> that I was can't like. Believe you guys are. You guys never went with a Mad Dog? Oh, totally. Uh, so there was one of the fraternities had a party called Mad Dog. And you had to – it was one of those parties where it was It was like one of the – it was their big party of the year. They put up a fake fence and put plastic wrap around it and then went and paid for a noise uh, permit so they could go after 10 and the cops wouldn't show up. And it was such a big party. If you fucked up – and didn't go buy your Mad Dog or your, it's really actually not called Mad Dog. It's Mogan David's 2020. Mogan David? Mogan yeah. David's finest 2020. Let me unscrew Which the cap for you. Also makes it kosher. Right. Um, so they, if you didn't go buy earlier in the week, you ended up with green. Like that was green or, or was it yellow? Was that the other nasty one? Whatever nasty the original one. original flavor. Yeah. Red grape wine. I always love it. No, they're all nasty. No, they're Sorry. not. That, that's not true. You are incorrect. James, That's not true. I said the oh, same thing, and James made me like eat those words because what was the flavor, James? That is amazing. It tastes really good. Peaches and cream is the mm. one that you're mm. like, oh, 
Oh, yeah. this is delicious. Now, and you, wind up drinking the you don't feel you, you don't feel good the next day. Oh, no. <laughs> but it is tasty. Um, still putting will try it. Yeah, but you would show up to like the the grocery store because it was like there was like a grocery store and a bar in the town that sold alcohol, and the bar didn't sell Mad Dog. So you would show up at the grocery store, go to that aisle, and you're like, and you just see green, and you're like, shit, son of a bitch. You know, and that's what you had to drink that night because they didn't allow any other alcohol but Mad Dog. So, yeah, it's a rough one, man. Let's see. That's a cool party. Orange Orange Jubilee's not too bad. The Bling Bling Blue Raspberry. I just, he knows all the names. I'm like red, purple, green, (laughs) yellow. Did you guys watch that show, Death to 2020? No, I I read the synopsis and it sounded awful. It's. So good. Okay, now I'll watch it's it. It's a mockumentary, and Samuel L. Jackson is in it. Okay. Leslie Jones is in it. Okay. I like all those people. It is, like, probably the funniest thing I've ever seen, and I wish they would do it for every single year. Oh, wow. But 2020 was a year that was... But basically, they make fun of everybody. Oh, good. The, the, and... all, the, all the big stories... Yes. They, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of Trump making fun of Trump oh, and yeah? Trumper. I didn't see anything about him this year. Huh. No, that's <laughs> weird, right? I just. Oh, yeah. Who's Trump again? I can't yeah. remember. What did he do? <laughs> uh, he called the governor or he called the, the, the secretary of treasury of uh, Georgia and told him he needed to overturn the election. <laughs> did you see oh, that? Yeah, yeah. Did you see that's that today? Right. That came out? There's just a, saw that today. There's audio. Did you see that one of his like <laughs> lawyer, I don't think it's his lawyer, but it's like a Republican lawyer, like one of the crazy mm. ones that's trying to overturn elections Said everywhere. there needed to be violence in the streets? Um. Well, no, but he, yes, but he all, there's one that said that Mike Pence needs to be arrested and executed for treason. Wow. Strange times we live in, man. Because Mike Pence is even like, we're done. Like, let it go. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh, Dan Mayfield's in the audience, everybody. Hey, thundering thundering Dan Mayfield's in the audience. (laughs) But yeah, if you haven't seen Death to 2020, please watch it. What's uh, so? My question for you guys is: is when you had four dollars in your pocket and you were going out on a Friday, what was your your shitty alcohol of choice at that moment. Um, PBR, P- I guess. Yeah, but four dollars wouldn't have bought. I mean, if you were going to a party, I guess you could get a six pack, maybe. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, uh, well, I'm just saying anywhere. Like, if you're going to a party, and you were like, "I'm going to get blasted tonight and have four dollars." Oh, um, probably cheap. I get dollar vodka. shooters. Say, say again, yeah. James. What'd you say, James? Sorry, dollar shooters. Dollar shooters. So four dollar shooters. Because, yeah. I mean, like when I say – and, and I have to explain this to the audience. When I say you have to buy one alcohol to get drunk for that, here's basically what I mean. What do you have to have to get you drunk where you just don't give a fuck and you go drink everybody else's shit is really what I'm saying because that's really what ends up happening. Yeah. You know? uh, I would probably just get, like, cheap vodka and something to mix it with. Oof. What, what's it? What's What's the – that's another question. Where do you cut the? Where do you? Where, where's the cutoff at for cheap vodka? Where do you go? Like now or back when I was twenty? Well, back when you were twenty. 
I don't think I had a cutoff. Okay. Like, all... I think I just drank whatever. You're like, dark eyes, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I that, just that didn't was... know any better. <laughs> you woke up and you looked in the mirror and you're like, ah, dark eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So one of our friends, would... go ahead, James, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I, w- I wouldn't touch that stuff. Yeah. Mainly because of the it's it smelled, mm-hmm. and you know vodka's not really supposed to have a pronounced smell. Yeah. No, no, right. So one of our friends had a birthday over like right, was it right before Christmas? Yeah, right before Christmas. And our friend Sabrina was like, "Hey, I'm bringing Jesse over to your place, you know, for her birthday." Um, She's like, you know, we're going to social, you know, they, they didn't come like in my place. They were like, they just walked up and I walked outside to say happy birthday. And, uh, she was like, you can sing her a song. You can flash her. You can give her a shot. You could buy her a bottle of cheap alcohol. And so, and I was like, okay, when you say cheap alcohol, what kind of cheap alcohol does she like? And she's like, she really likes shitty whiskey. And. What she really misunderstood was is she liked shitty she likes shitty scotch, which is also a terrible thing. She, you know, but she didn't say that. So I go over to the El Rey liquor store and I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm like, I want to get a," and you know, they kind of know what I buy over there. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm trying to buy a, a small bottle of whiskey." And they're like, "Well, we have a smaller uh, bottle of the the Periwinkle," uh, or I'm sorry, <laughs> and I'm like, "Uh huh." And they're like, and then we have a small bottle of the Old Forester. And I was like, no, no, no. I, I guess I didn't. What, what is a small cheap bottle? And they're like, oh, we only have one small cheap bottle, and it's ten high. And I'm like, ten high is worth it. There, give it, give it you up. Know, ten high is not that bad, honestly. It was a well, it was a well whiskey at one of the places I worked at, and yeah. it's it's like bad. Yeah. Would I sit there and drink it by choice all the time? Yeah. No. But it's not terrible. Okay, I I didn't do a shot with them. I watched her do a shot out in the on the sidewalk, in front of my house. Which <laughs> it's downtown. Who cares, you know? And yeah. uh, and uh, and Sabrina's like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, it's not whiskey, it's scotch. Which scotch is whiskey? But definitely, she's like, she. Yeah. I meant They're to say different. she liked peaty, mossy whiskey, which is and I, and I'm like, yeah, that's called scotch. <laughs> Sabrina, no one describes it that. Nobody describes it as the peaty mossy whiskey. Shit, whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> that's Sabrina's explanation for for scotch. Shitty whiskey. Shitty, Shitty whiskey. whiskey. And she meant to say mossy peaty whiskey. Peaty scotch. Yeah. I mean, that uh, does sound. Ca- I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I laughed. If you I don't like, like scotch, I call scotch shitty whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate scotch. But. I used to drink a lot of it, man. I used to drink a lot of Chivas, Chivas whiskey. I, I remember a few years ago I discovered this drink made with scotch, and I can't remember what it's called, but I was obsessed with it for a few weeks. Yeah. Because I hate scotch. Yeah. So much. And I found this drink, and it's like it has orange juice and scotch, and then they smoke it. I don't mm-hmm. know what, what all it's. And it is the best drink ever, but then I would be so hungover because oh. I would drink like seven of them. Oh. <laughs> I uh I, I drank for like two weeks. I thought that uh what is that brandy? 
it's uh, Ian e- 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 J. I yeah, thought that jerk. I would buy E&J brandy and I would mix it with Dr. Pepper. And I thought it was the best thing on the planet. And I ended up blacking out twice. <laughs> Both times I was m- making out with the same girl. Oh, no. <laughs> just kissing and just. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you've talked about this before. Yeah. And that's why I know you you can't have brandy. No. I mean, if I do, I it, can't have tequila. If tequila I do, makes me nuts. Yeah, if I do brandy, I do it by itself, <laughs> as you should. <laughs> and you're supposed to, I think, like heat it up, like have a little, the little snifter, the the, the glass that has the yeah. candle under it. No, no, but you know, um, I think I was mixing it and uh, just being stupid, <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know, just overpowering it, and then both times, and uh, yeah, it didn't. You know, she did not take that too well. Ah, <laughs> uh, the good old days. That's like what's this, the uh, stupidest thing you guys have ever done drunk? God, I have a, I have a, I, I have a whole litany of things. <laughs> That's a subject of opinion. I don't. Know. No, I have definite. I have definite things. For sure, stupidest thing. I, don't know. I learned. I learned parkour with my roommate and his brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, we only ever went after we all collectively finished a fifth of alcohol. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. That was the stupidest thing I ever did. Yeah. Because I that way you stu- didn't. Oh, go ahead, James. Like you'd fall like three stories and you wouldn't feel it at all. Oh, probably a good thing. You just you just get back up all. <gasps> probably a good thing. Up that wall again. Ugh. Uh, Chris. I think my story will stay last. You go ahead. Okay. I think, I don't know. I've done a lot, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. dumb things. Same. Because when I'm drunk, I am a fun drunk, and I will stop at nothing to have fun. Yeah. I'm also stubborn, and so I have done a lot, a lot, a lot of dumb things. But I think the top of my list was St. Patrick's Day a few years ago. Okay. I was staying at a friend's house downtown, and I decided I wanted tacos. So I went over, I left their apartment, went to go get tacos, and then I didn't remember anything after that, walked home, or went back to their place, and apparently I got back with the tacos, but the box was all crinkled up. And the next morning I woke up and I thought I was dying of liver disease or something. Like I legitimately thought my body was shutting down. Mm-hmm. I had broken ribs. Okay. And I had to piece the night together by like, I saw pictures in my phone of like people I had run into downtown. And I went and got tacos. Then went over to Anodyne. Somehow went into Anodyne completely blackout drunk. Mm-hmm. They didn't turn me away. Nothing. <laughs> I, had, I had whiskey and anodyne with some friends of mine. Fell down the anodyne stairs. Oh, my God. Told my friend that I was at anodyne with that I was fine and walked back to my friend's apartment and thought everybody was going to be ready for tacos. I had been gone for two and a half hours. Wow. <laughs> I think that's the dumbest thing I ever did. Cold tacos. <laughs> 
I don't know if I have enough time in the in the hour to tell the story of the stupidest thing I've ever done. Um, Jeez. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's it's no. It's it's fun. It was fun. I have no shame on it. I'm not ashamed of it whatsoever. Um. Hmm. I could go on for hours. I, I know. Oh, I yeah. Too. I, I need to start. I honestly need to start writing them all down to you know have like a memoir book thing because. <laughs> People were like, they, they were like, man, you were insane, and, you know, because we did a lot of crazy shit when I was in college, man. We we were crazy. Um, <laughs> like, I was very destructive, too. Like, I like to break things. I like to break things oh. that were, like, perfectly good. Like, if it was a chair, I'd smash it to pieces. Um, you know, f- oh, man, we would uh, go to the neighbor fraternity and, like, go to their party and then they had their washer and dryer in the bathroom and we'd pee in them and you know we, oh, my God. oh yeah we were nuts <laughs> man uh i peed in a super soaker once and i was spraying people with it uh that's you know th- those are all mild compared to what i'm about to what i'm going to tell i'm going to tease that for the second hour i think you want to uh, uh my legitimate uh, dumbest thing i ever did what's I think, that though? yeah yes uh i hit i hit a parked car going 75 miles an hour there's that did you did you end up in the hospital? Of course I did. Hey, I, I don't know, man. You could have had seatbelt on, airbags. I did. I did have a seatbelt. Usually, on. when someone's wasted, man, it, they don't usually they usually walk away barely hurt. You know. Just you don't my collarbone. Yeah. Oh. They had mm. to use the jaws of life on me. I was all, yeah. it's fine. It's just locked. Let me yeah. unlock it for you. Oof. That's a oof tough that. one. That's oof duh. That um, was a dumb mistake. <clears throat> That is a pretty stupid thing. Now I look back on on my life, and I, I, you know, we enjoyed ourselves. We had a really good time. I mean, mm-hmm. did we do it at the expense of other people? Sometimes, yes. That's probably a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But um, did I destroy someone's car? Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> many times actually. But uh, there's nobody. Nobody knows. There's no. <laughs> there's no proof. There's no video. We didn't have cameras back in those days on our in our pocket, which was a damn good thing. I, I, I used to I used to poop in gift bags and leave them on people's doors. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. <laughs> nice of you. We uh like I was on first name basis with all of the police in Portales. Never got arrested. Never one time. But uh they definitely knew me. And uh I got out of I don't know, I, I, I either talked my way out or they were just like, This guy's too stupid. One of the things. But like many times uh, I should have got arrested easily. Oh but, yeah. Many, you know, many times. A time I should have gotten arrested was the time I rode a big wheel, like yeah. the little kids like tricycle thing. Mm-hmm. I took one of those from a party to Allsup's to get chimichangas for people, huh. and I parked it in a parking spot. Nice. And a cop saw me do that. <laughs> that's cute. And he drove me back to the party. <clears throat> I'm glad you said chimichangas <laughs> and allsups. He was just like, that's kind of adorable. Aww. I, I'm glad you said chimichangas and allsups because that also ties into my story as well. But um, oh. what was I going to say? There was something I was going to – oh, so I remember like – so uh, my friend Jared and I, we met these – you know, uh, I was dating a woman at the time, but we met all these like this group of girls one night, and we just started partying with them. And then the second day, they were like, you guys were a lot of fun. You guys should come and party with us. And not like, you know, like to hook up with us or anything, but just like you guys are fun. So <clears throat> we go and party with them. And I took my girlfriend 
and we get to this this house like this apartment and uh the girl who's like lives there she partied with us the night before her name was like dre she was super cool and anyway she goes to get cigarettes and all of a sudden like for like an hour she's gone and then like what had happened was is they pulled her over <clears throat> and she had like a unpaid speeding ticket or parking ticket or some bullshit and she never paid it so there was a warrant for her arrest oh bench warrant so they arrested so they arrested her right well, all these girls that are a friend and the, like the dudes that were there with them, they're like freaking the fuck out. And Jared and I immediately go into mode. I pull my hat off and I'm like, all right, everybody, pitch ins, pitch ins. And we're like going around, we're like pitch ins to get her out of jail. And everybody's like, what? And we just like, we're just like, yeah, man, we, this is probably how much her bail is, blah, blah, blah. And they're just like stunned. They're like, oh my God. And so then, like, you know, we go and like everybody's like, well, can we write a check? And I was like, they don't take checks. They only take money orders. They won't take cash. Yeah. Uh, and everybody's like super stunned that we just like are experts. And they're like, have you guys been to jail? And we're like, nah, but we've gotten a lot of our friends out of jail. And we get the money and we go buy the money orders and we go get this girl out of jail. Right. It's like, it's like two or three in the morning. And, she walks out and she's like, yeah, man, they frisked me, but they didn't find these. And she reaches into a bra and she has the cigarettes that she bought. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> and then we go and party till like the sun comes up. And uh, that was like cemented legends that we were like these people's friends from that day on. They were like, everybody else just like pushed out and didn't know what to do. And you guys were just like, oh, she's in jail. Fuck that. Let's get, let's take care of this problem. And that's kind of <laughs> like how we were. We're just like. Uh, we know what to do. Everybody start giving us money. We're going to go bail her out of jail. And we did. <laughs> we got, I think we got like $500 and bailed her out of jail. Nice. <laughs> At the party, yeah. And everybody, everybody needs friends like that. Yeah, because they were just like shocked because everybody's like, we well, don't know what to do. We're going to have to call our family. And we're like, fuck no. We're not calling our oh, family. Bro. We're getting her out of jail. And that's just how that went. It was just really funny. But uh, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and We'll, we'll uh, take a break here in a little bit, and then I'll come back and I'll tell the the stupidest thing I've ever done while drinking. I I think it was, a lot of people said it was stupid. I don't necessarily think it was stupid, but in this day and age, I definitely would have been arrested for it. I'm intrigued. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I can't believe you don't. Probably, I, I James has heard this before. I know. I might does. have heard it. Yeah. But I don't know what you're talking about right this second. All right. So, so okay. So. Um, what do you guys have to promote? Oh, I have I have new things now. Oh, James has. Oh no. boy, what's going oh, on? Oh no, just just no, just the uh, Snatchers is uh, yeah. streaming on uh, HBO Max now. Oh, I gotta watch that. And yeah. so you can see me on that, and then as as usual, you can see me on uh, Daybreak on Netflix mm-hmm. or uh, Hulu or the NBC app. You can see mm-hmm. me on. Uh, Midnight Texas and The Brave. Oh, nice. Holly Ann, what do you got going on? Uh, I don't really have a lot going on right mm. now, but if you want to purchase some things from me, uh, you can find me on Etsy at Holly's Tiny Things. Hmm, that's cool. Um, we do our show here live every uh, Sunday from 6 to 8 p.m. 
uh, unless we have a special show, which we'll announce usually on Facebook or Instagram. Those are our big social media platforms at 10 drink on Instagram and at 10 drink minimum on Twitter. Um, we're also members of the Borellis Podcasters Guild. Um, if you are looking to start a podcast and you live in the Albuquerque area or, you know, I don't know, Los Lunas or whatever, we have a studio in Borellis that we're building and membership will get you access to that depending on what you get. Um, I led a Q&A class yesterday. I've actually led two classes now on podcasting already and uh, or just been a part of. I don't know if I led them. I've been a part of them. And uh, they were actually pretty cool. And I, I you know, was really – because, like, at some points I'm always like, ah, how could I help people? And then, you know, you get in there and people ask crazy questions that, you know, you wouldn't think they would ask. But then I'm able to answer them because I've done this for so long or one of the other podcasters. So it's pretty cool. So Burrell's Podcasters Guild, check that out. Uh, what am I missing? I think that's about it. We have – this show and I think one more show in this studio, possibly. I don't know. I'm not going to call it yet, but we're we're coming down to the last shows in this studio. <laughs> you guys are like, who cares? We're not in the studio. <laughs> well, sounds great, buddy. I'm thinking like if, you know, depending on how you guys feel about it, maybe whenever the, I move into the new studio, you guys might come and do it live. It depends on how you feel about it. So, yeah, it's up to you guys. But um I mean, could be cool. Could I be. think we've all pretty much been quarantined. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah. So check out our, our show on uh, Sunday nights. Also, you can watch live on tendrinkminimum.com. I think that's it. Uh, I think I got all that. But uh, definitely come back for the wavy Billy hour, and I'll tell the uh, stupidest thing I've done when I've been drinking. So I will definitely <laughs> tell that story. Uh, it's kind of a legendary story where I'm from now. So. <laughs> it's like one of those that'd be like oh yeah that guy yeah uh so yeah we definitely uh some people aren't drinking for the new year uh james and i for sure holly is not and uh you sh- you should if you can but not if, if you if there's a reason why you shouldn't you shouldn't don't do it you know just saying i got hot tea and beer there you go little both <laughs> but if you are drinking always remember blah 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 start that over always remember Never get too drunk. To jerk. 10drinkminimum.com. Later, guys. We'll be back in about at 7.04.
I sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I live my life with no regrets If you're looking for some Welcome back. It is the Billy Slash Wavy Hour. You're watching 10 Drink Minimum. I'm your host, Chris Burnett. Let me bring my co-host in, one James Smiley. Hey, everyone. And one Holly Ann Bird. Hello. Man, welcome back. It's, uh, you know, it's good to be here, you know? Like I was telling uh, somebody I work with, I was like, you know, making it to January 31st of 2020, I never felt like was a big thing except in the year 2020. I was actually like, oh, when I made it to January 31st, it just seemed like it was constantly just taking people right and left, you know? Yeah. Mm. It actually felt like an accomplishment to live another year. And I don't know if that's my age or just 2020 was such a shit whole of a year i don't know how did you guys maybe feel? maybe a combination of the both yeah how did you guys feel about that did you guys feel like 2020 like making it to 2021 to to january 1st was an accomplishment yes yeah and then and then now making it with my relationship intact nah. and <laughs> oh yeah right all of that was yes it was I wonder, I wonder like what the, if the divorce rate went up or if it was better. I've or, heard that it has. Yeah. I've heard that, it's, you know, I mean, you have to <laughs> think like before you could escape your husband that you didn't really care for, mm -hmm. you know, that you didn't really like, or, right, right. you know, you would have a lot of time apart from each other. Yeah. And like in my first marriage, that's what did us in is he went from traveling for work to working from home. Ooh. And I, w I just realized I hated him as a human being. Oof -duh. Yeah, work working together <laughs> yeah. as a couple is not usually a good idea. It's not great. No. So I would imagine that a lot of people just realized that they did not like their spouse. Because you can love someone and not enjoy oh. them. Well, and then there's like the person that you are at home and the person that you are at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I saw a lot of like tweets and like, you know, Facebook posts are like, wow, I've never thought about my husband or wife at work. And I just heard them say something in a meeting and I was just blown away by like yeah. how that sounded. <clears throat> That's yeah. another thing. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. But I um, have gotten to see Hamster as like a, I don't know, like a corporate person now because yeah. he went from being a brewer to like a salesperson. Sell out! I'm just kidding. I know. JK, I, you know JK. What? You have to do what you got to do. I'm not judging him no. because he did what he had to do for our family. But uh, Hamster is weird. corporate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just but kidding. But it is so weird to like see him leave the house in like a tie 
and a little cardigan every day. And then to like. I feel like you like it. I do. You have to. He does look handsome. Yeah. On Fridays, he wears bow ties. Every Friday is bow tie Friday. And I like that. But Danny and I went to go see him at work one day. Uh And the way he talks to people at work is so different. Mm It's a different, it's your work, it's your work thing. And like, you'll come home, like you'll come home and like, you know, like your significant other's like, how did today go? And you're just like, and you don't realize that they don't have context. They haven't been around. They don't know who Shirley, Shirley is at work that everybody hates. You know, they just know that Shirley's a person and you're like, "Ah." You know, today sucked. Like Shirley just would not leave my cubicle. She wouldn't stop talking to me. I couldn't get any work done. And, you know, they're like, well, maybe Shirley had a, you know, a rough day and needed to talk to somebody. And you're like, no, you don't know Shirley. She's just crazy, you know. And then (laughs) then you sound like an ass. And, you know, you you don't realize that because you're like, you know, you have this work world where everyone knows that Shirley's that person that's annoying, you know. And there's no real person named Shirley that I work with. But, you know, everyone (laughs) everyone's got that person they work with that they're like. I I have started to hate some of Hamster's Mm -hmm. coworkers. Mm -hmm. Just from stories that he's told, and I'm just like, you know, that person sounds like a terrible human being. Mm. <laughs> right, right. Like he, okay, here's something: corporate people are boring. Yeah. And we've never been around that. Like Hamster and mm. I have never they are been around this lifestyle, mm. and they think we are the weirdest people ever. Yeah. They've never been downtown. They don't understand our lifestyle. They're like, wait, so you used to make beer and your your partner is a comedian? Like, you let her go and do that? Yeah. Like, they think we're so exciting and crazy. What do you think? And me- now, you gotta, now you understand why all my coworkers want to come and hang out with me all <laughs> yeah. the time. Yeah. <clears throat> it's bizarre. I get introduced to everyone that comes into town. And it's like... They're like, oh, this is Chris. He does a, a podcast, very popular around town. Everyone knows him when you go downtown. He, you know, and I'm like, you guys don't have to introduce me to people that come into town that way. You could just say I work here. And they're like, oh, I didn't know it was a big deal. I'm like, well, yeah. Why don't you introduce anyone else like that? And they're like, oh, well, they're all boring. You know, it's like, okay. And then like whenever it comes time, like I remember there was a big thing. They, they were coming into town and they were all going to take us out for happy hour. <clears throat> and immediately everybody's like. Where are we going for happy hour, Chris? And I'm like, why why do I gotta pick? And they're like, Well, none of us know. And I'm like, okay. And then I was like, How about uh, geckos? And they're like, No, no, no. Higher. And I was like, What do you mean higher? Like more money? And they're like, Yeah, I'm like, all right, uh vintage on Paseo. <laughs> you know, that if we're gonna go for it, go for it. You know? That's funny. And yeah, like it was just funny because like every time and then they're like at, like during COVID, they're like, oh, we, we all should have a hangout happy hour thing so we can all hang out outside of work and talk. Chris, can you set that up? And I'm like, why is it always me? Because <laughs> 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 like, they know. I don't all, know. Like, yeah. Hamster's coworkers are just like, they don't even go out. Like, and I don't know if it will, if it would be different during a pandemic, but mm-hmm. like, they don't. They don't drink beer and they think like mm. hamster is a crazy alcoholic because he has like two beers a day or whatever, right, or right. he drinks every day. They're like, you drink every day. And he's like, 
Yeah, yeah but they, like but they when don't... I get home from being yelled at by human beings right. all day, I want to have a drink or two. <laughs> well, or you go to a brewery and you're like, oh, they have a new beer and I want to yeah. try it, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It, it it so as weird as they think we are, yeah. we think they are so bizarre. Yeah, it's like what do you like, do? And they're like, oh, shepherd people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was just thinking about like when I worked in the in the liquor industry. Like my job was to drink. Yeah. yeah. It's like we'd like do rock paper scissors. Like who can get out of going to the scotch tasting? Ah, uh, you lost. You have to go drink a bunch of scotch all day. Yeah, and right? We, so yeah. explain that. I mean, before, yeah, I still got to tell this story. But, James, before, explain that to people who have no idea. When you when <laughs> when something that is fun becomes your job, it is no longer fun anymore. <laughs> it's not. Um, aspects of it are right. still fun. But, yeah, right. it loses a lot of its charm. Yeah. Like, what did you do today? Ah, yeah. oh, I had to like drive over here and like I, I tasted twenty different wines. Yeah, and or uh, like when a they... rep would come to like the bar or something, and then you just had to taste all these things mm-hmm. and then it's decide what you want to buy for a bar, yeah. and that sounds right. cool. <laughs> it's all gross. Yeah. It's yeah. disgusting. Do you have anything else? Yeah. <laughs> so let me get this straight. This is horchata. In vodka, <laughs> or horchata and rum in a bottle, and they're like, "Yeah, you're like, okay." But then some reps, you knew that there were certain reps that they would always bring you good stuff, oh, and yeah. those were the days you were excited for. But then there were some reps that you knew it was always crap, like that weird just horchata some stuff. wacky shit that you're gonna be like, "Yeah, well, that fucking okay. shit." There's two I will be right back, guys. One thing, yeah, okay. Well, they would bring whatever shitty alcohol and then probably some swag, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the swag's okay, but, I mean, you yeah. can just ask them for that. No, no, I'm talking about the, you know, the golf clubs or the, you know, the whatever, PlayStation oh, 4, yeah. <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm, like, looking at it, like, this TV that I got yeah. and that PS3 right. right there. There yeah, you this, go, there you go, there you go. Those are all free for It's the, the alcohol industry's version of payola. Right? Pretty those much, are, right? Those are nice. I just nice remember, like, stuff. going to work and everybody's like, oh, what did you They're like, I'll be like, what did you do this weekend? They're like, I don't know. I worked in the yard. And then uh, my wife and I, we went to, to Lowe's and we picked out a bench to put out in our yard next to the, the pond that we built. And I'm like, nice, cool. And they're like, what did you do? And I'm like, oh, I went to the Isotopes game. And they're like, oh, right on. And I'm like, yeah. We were we we got called up to the Cisco Foods booth upstairs, and they're like, "Oh, what was that like?" And then I'm like, "Oh, I don't know." They just kept bringing trays of beers, and then like they had pizzas up there like crazy. And then like one of the dudes was like, "Who wants to go do shots with me?" And so I went down to the internal bar that you know I didn't know existed in the middle of the Ice House Park, and me and him and Mayor Barry were doing shots of Fireball at the bar, and they're like what the fuck? <laughs> like, like, is, is this real? And I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And they're just like, huh? <laughs> like, and I'm like, yeah, it's Friday, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's a Friday, yeah. And it just blows, and I'm like, so anyway, how's that bench thing work? Is it, you know, do you, do you, you going to chill? Is it going to be a thing in the end? And they're like, no, no, let's hear more about the dice. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, anyway. So we end up renting a, uh Hummer, 
lift and we lifted to the rock and brews where we're trashed and we just go for more food and it was all f- comped and free and they're just like what in the hell do you life do you live i'm like oh, i don't know this is a weekend man it's, what are you doing you know I, i'm sorry i didn't you know <laughs> that's a normal life for me <laughs> Now, when I was when I was uh, working in the liquor industry, it, mm-hmm. it would be bizarre. Yeah. Know, like what yeah. you did. How was your day today? Like, oh, I had to. They came and picked me up. We went to like a restaurant. We had to talk, set up some sort of uh, schedule for this contest that's rigged completely. But oh, totally rigged. And uh, anyway, yeah. I got to have lunch with the uh, Maynard from. Uh, <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah. What from... is going on? Right. Uh, I know a couple of Maynard, so I'm wondering which Maynard it is. The musician from Tool, <laughs> yeah, Maynard oh, James Keenan. Yeah. yeah, I love him. Yeah, okay. Because he had he was releasing a wine. Yeah. So me and my... oh, and he would get livid pissed if people tried to talk to him about Tool when he was like, oh yeah, hawking his I wines. I went to his vineyard. Yeah. Oh one really? Time. Nice. He was actually there cutting vines, and I brought up that I was a Tool fan, and he got really mad. Yeah. So. I'm, which you know, get over it, Dean. Come on. How'd you buy the vineyard? Your tool money? Asshole. <laughs> you just made a hamster laugh, too. <laughs> um, so, uh, James, I want to talk about the rigged competition. So I have this, uh, okay. you know, my, my cooler that I have, that that Foster's cooler that I have? That we take the road to riches every year? Oh, yeah, yeah. The steel-belted metal one? So those things are like 130 bucks. And I, I just remember, like, I worked for a company that had uh, gas stations, and one of them was the Liquor Mart over there on Central, the crazy in the war- Central in the International District. <clears throat> and I was in there one day, and I was in the back, and it was sitting in the back. And I was like, dude, that is a sweet, talking to the manager, that is a sweet cooler. And she's like, you like it? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, we'll pull the truck around, we'll put it in there, you can have it. And I was <laughs> like, no shit, really? And it was the giveaway that they had. That thousands of people signed up to win, and they never gave it out and just gave it to me. <laughs> I was like, and and then like That's how that works. And the workers were pissed because they wanted it, and I, I'll, and you know, it's one of those things where like people have always asked me like, how do you get like stuff in life like that? And I'm like, I just ask, you know. Dude, there's 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 a refrigerator in the same room that you're in that I got for free. It's right over here. Yeah. Yeah. It's got some stickers to put on. Hey, hamster. (laughs) Hamsters corporate. (laughs) Oh, we were talking about your weird co-workers. Oh, yeah. Hamster is corporate. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm super corporate now, guys. It's really terrible. Sold out to the man. Hey, you know, it is what it is. Well, you could... You can say anything while holding a kitten, can't you? Right, that's true. <laughs> He'd be like, "Hey, true. check out this cat," and everybody's like, "Oh," and he's like, "And uh, I got to go clean those bodies I murdered." And you're like, "Oh, that cat is so cute. Look at it. Oh, it's total." <laughs> like, anyway, what bodies? Uh, so uh, we teased the first hour that I was going to tell the stupidest thing. Like we we they told the stupidest thing they ever did when I was drunk. They were drunk, and all I was going to say I was going to tease the stupidest thing, or I was going to tell the stupidest thing when I was drunk. But I didn't have an. I didn't feel like there was enough time, because this story has some some you know. There's background to it. There's details. <clears throat> so, when I was in college, when I was in a fraternity, the big times like like some of the most fun times I ever had being in a fraternity is when we would go camping together. And when I mean camping, 
we would drive to like a lake or somewhere there was camping. We would put up tents and then we would drink an insane amount of alcohol, play music and cook terrible frozen meat patties and make hamburgers and throw up probably. (laughs) Um, That's camping. So a lot of times on these, you know, somebody, I don't remember who it was like one of the camping trips Somebody was like, let's go streaking. And so a bunch of us were wasted and we all went streaking together. And it just became like a thing that we would do. And it was fun. Like it was crazy. It was wild. You'd go skinny dipping. you go streaking, whatever. Now, <clears throat> there's this guy, and I won't say his name, that was an older guy in the fraternity. And, you know, he had some stories about him. And, like, they were like, he was a little, he was a wild card, let's say. Right? Like, for example, he was from uh, Bozeman, Montana. And when he was telling me a story about when he was in high school, what their favorite thing to do was is they would pull the car up to the metal trash cans that people would put outside their house, like, you know, when it was trash can day. So they'd pull the car up, put the bumper right on the trash can, right? And then just floor it and just haul ass pushing it down the street. And then just slam on the brakes and watch the trash can fly into cars, watch it fly into houses, watch it fly into fences, whatever, and then just drive off. And uh, that's the kind of thing this dude would do. He would do crazy shit. He was a wild card. He was nuts. Anyway, there was this story about, like, how they went down to Rio Doso for someone's bachelor party. And he went into Allsup's nude and bought a burrito, a chimichanga. And and people were like, man, that was crazy. That was crazy shit. And so people would always tell that story at parties. Well, one night we were at our house on uh, First Street in Portales. And someone's like, well, you know, Chris is crazy too because I would do some crazy things too. They're all, but I bet you would never do that. And I was like, well, what what would you bet? What would you bet that I wouldn't do that? And they're like, I don't know. Five dollars was like no, ten dollars no, <laughs> and then someone walked up and they're like, they were like, how about a hundred dollars? And I was like, do you have? I'm like, you know, I'm in twenty years old. I'm in college, twenty four probably in college. I went to college for way too long. I am not a doctor, but I went <laughs> as long as I, I went off and on. I didn't go all the time, but I would go back. You know, I you know I would fluctuate in and out of college. Anyway, I was probably 24 at the time, probably that old guy that everybody's like, no, I was, yeah, it was around 23, 24. And uh, I was like, if you've got $100, let's see it right now. And they like scraped up 100 bucks, scraped it up. And I'm like, oh, man, all right, let's go do this. And they were like, well, you don't have to be fully nude. You can wear your hat. Your, and I was wearing it was some like kind of warm time like your your flip flops and then your belt, so I had a belt like around my neck and I had my ha- my red hat on and my flip flops, so <clears throat> I walk around to the bed. There's luckily like an Allsup's probably about three or four blocks away, four or four, four four blocks away, so I take the back alley, fully nude, run well except for the flip flops, the belt and the hat. And I run through the alley, and then I get up 
perpendicular to the all-subs. There's a car wash between me and the all-subs. So I run up to the car wash and I'm kind of hiding behind the wall waiting to like make sure no one, you know, looking at the all-subs, make sure no one's there. And my friends are like parked to watch. So I <laughs> run across the street from the car wash to the all-subs, run in, and I have $2 in my, you know, that I've been holding in my fist. Because uh, a burrito or a chimichanga was like 99 cents and some tax. And I didn't want to, you know, I didn't have change. I didn't have no pockets. So I have my, my, my dick in my right hand. And then I have the $2 in my left hand. And the girl's like, the woman behind the counter is like cooking food. And, I, and she's like sitting there and she hears the bell. Then she turns. She's like, yeah, what can I get? And she like stops and looks at me, and I was like, "I want a chimichanga," and I slapped the two dollars on the counter, and uh, or I, I don't know if it was a chimichanga or a burrito. I'm pretty sure it was a actually it was a burrito. That's what it was. And she's like, "Uh, uh," and I was like, "A burrito," and I was like, "Come on," and she goes over and gets the burrito, comes over and she's like, "Do you need sauce?" I was like, "Nope," and I was like, "Keep all the change," and I grab it and I run out and I run back to the house and I walk up with the burrito and everybody, the, everyone's outside cheering. <clears throat> and um, I get the hundred dollars, right? So that's not the end of the story. So I clearly remember what this woman looked like, like clear oh. as day. I didn't know that she was a twin, and that the twin also they both all both went to college where I went. So a couple days later. I'm on campus during the day and I see her and I'm like, uh, Hey, how's it going? And she looks at me like, I don't know who you are. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm like, Hey, sorry about the other night. And she's, I was like, I was, they bet me a hundred bucks and she's like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And it took me like weeks to find out she had a twin sister and that I saw that I ran into the twin sister. I didn't know. Right. So that was awkward. And I ended up like talking to her one night at a party and I told her the whole story. And so what I used the money for was we, we the, the next time we went camping, I bought like with the hundred bucks, I kept the hundred dollars and I used it for poor college kid. I used it to buy like five or six 30 packs because they were like $11 a piece. And I, I bought most of the beer for the trip. Now, <laughs> smash cut about eight months later. My roommate at the time, Neil Boots, real name, um, we would get we would party all night at our house, and then and then like our favorite like hangover spot was a place called the Wagon Wheel Cafe. So we go into the Wagon Wheel the next day, and we're eating, <clears throat> and I hear like Chris, and I look up and like I I see no one that I know. There's like four or five tables there's a table with like two or three cops at it there's some there's like some families you know you know and i, I have no idea what's going on and i hear it one more time and then i look up and I, I just can't tell who's like calling out my name so we get up to go pay we pay at the counter all of a sudden i hear chris one more time i turn around and it's a table full of cops and a cop looks at me and he goes come here and I was like, uh, all right. I walk over and I'm like, yeah, yes, officer. And he goes, he kicks a chair out, like like under the table. He kicks the chair, so it moves out. He goes, sit down. And the other cops are like, what's going on here? And he's like, uh, 
So I sit down and he's like, so, uh, I hear you like Allsup's burritos. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, you know, sometimes. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, is that something you do very often? I was like, no, 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 not, not really. Just, you know, when there's money on the line and I just kind of say that and he goes, okay. All right. You guys uh, have a good day. And I walked out and I was like, <laughs> I feel like that's one of the stupidest things I've ever done, but also, you know, when there was a hundred bucks. Hilarious, legendary. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah. you didn't hurt yourself. You didn't hurt anybody. I, and like, you know, like the woman, she saw my naked butt, but she didn't see my penis because <laughs> I had it covered up with my hand. So I wasn't like waving my penis at traffic, but <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so I, I feel like that story needed you needed the, all of the context because the story wasn't you know, and so then that story became legendary, and then and the guy the guy one of the guys that was in the chat earlier he he ended up doing it. I remember that, and the guy like chased him out of all stuffs like the 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 guy where he's like no no no, and so people started trying to replicate it and copycat it, and it's yeah you know, once that happens it's it's not the same. It's just not the same. So That's yeah, hilarious. I didn't feel like that had enough time to tell all that. And I was like, but it's funny because like I like running into the twin. I was just like, hey, 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 what's going on? Sorry about the other night. And she's just like, what? What do you mean, sorry about the other night? And she was probably like, man, I have no idea what like. She's like, what did my sister do? Yeah, right. <laughs> and that poor girl, she's just trying to work, you know. And it's funny because like Billy, I think worked at that Allsups for a little while. And every single person I knew who worked at Allsup's in Portales would just steal blind, like steal it blind. Come come home with like a sack full of groceries, toiletries, burritos, you know. It was so crazy. I worked at a little gas station in Estancia, New Mexico okay. when I was married. And the lady who owned it was so crazy that she would count. So like... At the end of your shift mm-hmm. or, like, the end of the night, like, you would take the burritos that didn't get bought. We made burritos, like, mm-hmm. all subs, and, you know, did or whatever. <clears throat> and she would make you leave the count how many were left after your shift. Mm-hmm. You had to leave them there, and you did not get any free burritos. She was so crazy about it. Yeah. So she would rather throw them away. Mm-hmm. Then have people take burritos home to eat. Well, I feel like the reasoning for that is, is well, she doesn't want you to make like extra, right? To like then take home, yeah, right. right. And I get that. That's. I mean, I think a better way to do it would be like, hey, you know, unless anybody buys anything, then only make like eight or ten burritos. Yeah. Every. Right. Well, okay. So, for example, like, and I and I and I complained about this to, to to people. So Silver Market down the road, they have breakfast burritos, right? Uh And I feel like there's no one there doing that. Like no one calculates, you know. So they have, they only have one burrito. They they have uh, 10 different kinds of burritos they make for breakfast. Uh-huh. And only one that I can eat. If you if you know the history of the show, you know oh. what that means. Oh. So they have the number two. And almost every time I go, it has to be super early or the twos are all gone. And I'm like, oh. okay, calculate at the end of the day the numbers you're throwing away 
you know, number fives, number sevens, number tens, and stop making so many of those. And then the ones that you constantly run out of, make more of those. It's pretty fucking simple. And right. that's one of them, you know, I don't know. It's me and me getting older and just be like, man, you kids in your burrito rock and roll. <laughs> burrito rock and roll. I'm just pissed about it. I'm like, come on, man. If I get here at 10 o'clock and all the twos are gone and there's like a whole shitload of everything else constantly, you well, have to be. Gonna go, if you're going to go old, go all the way. Why yeah. don't you just ask them to make more twos? It's true. I really, I, in my strongly worded letter that I wrote to them. <laughs> Well, the thing, too, is, like, the other day I went there, it was 9 a.m., 9 a.m., and they were putting out the rotisserie chicken and the pizza in the warmer at 9 a.m., and I'm like, I don't think you guys are... by lunchtime? Yeah. You guys are not reading what's happening here. Somebody's, like, bored, and they're like, I'm going to go ahead and do this, but it's, like, not, not smart, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Stupid. That's I don't weird. Just annoying. You would, think, you would think that good business practices would be important to people. Right now, yeah. Especially like if you're throwing away a lot of the hot food. I don't know. Welcome to the. Uh, I don't know. The f- Who knows if they're throwing them away? Uh, there's a lot of stuff left at the end. Like when I go at seven o'clock at night and the breakfast burritos, a ton of breakfast burritos left, I'm really thinking they're going to throw those away. <laughs> I don't right. know. I mean, I'm talking like, well, like 15 to 20 left. You know, that's quite the, a bit. Yeah. The liquor store I worked at, we made burritos too. Yeah. And uh, you just left it's, them. It's a New Mexican thing. It's like you just you make burritos. How long has this been here? Two anywhere. days. Two days. Eh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You like. You like. You, you, you like. like it. You eat. You'll eat. Mm, well, yum we, yum. We we used to give them away. Yeah. At the end of the night. But then, like, people would start to like, just show up at the end uh, of the night just yeah. to get burritos. Yeah. Which is the exact wrong time that we want them in the liquor store. Yeah. <laughs> I feel really bad, Girl. too. Because every time I go to the silver market, like, people are like, do you have any change? And I'm like, I haven't had change in, like, nine months. I don't yeah. even – I haven't had regular cash. Like, I don't have cash. So if there's somebody out, like, that I see that, you know, I can kind of tell they're, like, destitute bad, I'll go in and get it. I'll buy them one of those burritos, and I'll come out, and I'll just hand it to them. Well, here you go. I didn't have any change, but here you go. Because I don't – Yeah, we had to – we yeah. literally had to go, like, get some coins for Danny because she likes change oh, to put it? in her piggy bank or whatever for her chores. Oh, I thought you were going put in her mouth. <laughs> Swallow. Well, no. <laughs> yes, we we give her change as yeah. snack. Uh, but the other day we realized that we don't really use cash right now, no. so we don't have no. change. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It's a thing. It's like I haven't like like you're asking for change. That's got to be pretty universal, though, right? People no, just haven't. aren't carrying cash. I haven't carried it for years, actually. No, I'm kind of that way like too, but you know, bus fare. Yeah, like when I have no, change I have in a... my pockets, I'm all, oh wow, huh, yeah. And you know, it sucks because like um, I live downtown, and if I drive somewhere down over here, you know, you have to pay, and right. it's like a dollar for an hour. There's no like if you use your card, it's automatically a dollar. Oh dang! Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
so I do have a change thing. So now I've started like putting like a quarter or two in my pocket because I'm just running in. So I only need a, right. you know, and they've become super stealthy about the tickets. Oh, really? Yeah. We were like, I was doing a photo shoot with my friend Alex and we were out in front, out in front of the L Ray for no longer than five minutes. And we walked back to the car and there was a ticket and we never saw the person <laughs> And the car was right oh the, in the first position next to the liquor store. And I was like, holy shit, man, how did, where, where did they go? Did they like zip Ninjas. line down the building or what the fuck, you know? They're about that money. Self mode. Oh, they got to get that money, man. City's got to have it. Fucking ridiculous. Don't even get me started. I can see the meeting. All right, guys. Yeah. We're getting you some new, like, camouflage gear. You need to get in and out of there. No one's parking anywhere anymore. Right. What, uh, yeah. So, I mean, have you guys pretty much got a basic routine down now? Is that is that how your life is going? Like, where you, you go to the same. Uh, I have a very strict routine, like when Danny is home, mm-hmm. which is, you know, almost every day. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, so, you know, that's, except for Sunday and Monday, I basically have the same routine, wake up in the morning, get her fed, feed her lunch, put her down for a nap, solve mm-hmm. crimes on the internet, and then uh, <laughs> nice. teach her how to write, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> solve more crimes on the internet, and that's, that's what I do. How's the crime solving on the internet going? Well, you know what, Chris? I'm glad you asked. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so there's been some like weird ones happening in my like true crime groups. Uh-huh. So I'm in true crime groups on Facebook. And we follow weird cases that happen like while they're happening. And a couple weeks ago, maybe like three or four weeks ago, there was a lady who claimed that she was pregnant and walked away from her house and disappeared. And then in our true crime group, within an hour of her family saying like they can't find her or whatever, we discovered that her stillbirth child from January of 2020 was fake. She lied to her whole family about having a stillbirth and stolen a photo of a baby that had died from a documentary and her sonogram of the new baby that she was pregnant with was also stolen. And we figured that out within an hour. Wow. Is this person in jail now? We don't know. So that was the other thing was like, so my little alarm bells started going on. Was any of that illegal though? I don't know that it's illegal to make up having a baby. I, I don't think it is unless you're defrauding someone. Yeah. Like and for then, money. so like her best friend was the one that was saying she was missing. And I think she really honestly thought that like her pregnant best friend was missing. And then we were like, well, why isn't her family like posting about this? Why is there nothing on the news about a pregnant woman? Like, missing like you know and that's what got us started so if ever i go missing just forward it to my true crime groups they'll get it solved within an hour <laughs> it's fine so this happened like do you guys i mean have you been in this group and people are like solving crimes right and left we we figure it out pretty quick i mean we dig through um you know people's facebooks we i mean i wouldn't say we solve like 
you know, it's not like we solve them and then, you know, you throw whatever, out clues and stuff. A yeah. lot of times we figure it out and then we're not surprised when the outcome is, you know, whatever it is. But with that lady, she actually kind of got outed for her false pregnancies mm. to her family. So. Wow. Uh, because this, of our group. this reminds me of that documentary, like, don't fuck with cats. Yeah. A lot where there was just like, but that one scared, like for me, for social media, it scared me because like that person, the, the Luca or whatever his name was. Yeah. He infiltrated the Facebook group and was like yeah. stalking the people that were trying to catch him. And that was like, what the fuck? Like they yeah, got, they've, they got to make a movie out of that. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I think they have to. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. Uh, I think that was like, so now because of that, that happened, we're mm-hmm. very careful. Like you don't want to go what we call don't go real life, which yeah. means you don't comment or message people uh, who are involved mm-hmm. with a case or anything yeah. um, because it's for our safety, but also like, you know, somebody in our group could be fucking crazy and like, <clears throat> blast too, off so. yeah you don't know you don't know these people you don't know it's you don't know who any of these people are it's kind of interesting on the facebook group front right how a little more strict yeah. it's stringent it's becoming to join some of these groups now have you noticed this yes was, yeah. so i bought a an electric bicycle and okay. i mean it's not just a regular everyday like you know it's a i'll pull it up have I have I showed you guys this at all, or talked about this at all? So I bought a, a bicycle? I yeah. Think so. It's called a super super seventy three. Um, let me pull up a photo of this thing. Let me save it. And not put it online here. I'll actually I'll find the I need to find the right color here. Give me a second. There we go. Nope, that is not. There we go. Yeah, that is the correct one. And um, it's it's one of those things where they've they there's like this whole movement to do like a throwback cafe racer style bicycle, right? Like electric. Uh-huh. I mean, it's more like a moped, I guess, is the answer. Um, let me pull this up here. So this is what I have now. Oh, didn't mean to do it that way. It's called the Super 73 S2. Dang it. Ah. It does look like a moped. I can see it in your background. Well, it doesn't look like a moped. It looks like a cafe racer motorcycle is what it looks like. But it's technically called a moped. So. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So it, it'll go up to 30. Like, I've gotten it up to, like, 33 miles an hour. Um, oh, yeah. It'll go 40-plus miles on a charge, which didn't sound like a lot, but it is quite a bit. Anyway, <laughs> so there's this whole movement. You can really mod them out and do a uh, lot of things to what they, you know, what they look like. So the company has their own Facebook group, and in order to join that Facebook group, I had to like put in my order number, or they uh-huh. wouldn't let me in. And let me tell you why. Yeah. Let me tell you why. Yeah. So uh, we we've been talking a lot about this, like in my like Facebook groups. So it's a safety thing. Mm-hmm. So like there are people who look for product pages like that where people ah. are talking about souping things up and things like that. And they try to figure out where you're at. 
They will literally break into people's homes and steal stuff. Oh, okay. That's oh, that makes sense. Makes sense. So it happens a yeah. lot, actually. Since joining that page, I've had two people from Albuquerque who also own them, and now we're gonna start a uh, a gang of uh, you know mo- moped riders, <laughs> I guess. I have Electric a bunch e- of like e-bike online riders. crime friends. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. No, really. Like two Um, people. Two people message me, and they're like, "Hey, I have this bike, and you, you know, another person's like, I got one like yours, and we should ride together." And I was like, "Oh, nice." Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, "Cool." Only if we get shirts. (laughs) You guys should get little vests. There we go. (laughs) Yeah, pleather, pleather, (laughs) like a pleather vest. Pleather vest. Yeah. Um. So there's a there's a true crime case like that was unfolding yesterday and the day before this lady like went missing. And I think that her husband is totally suspicious. Oh, and fed him to uh, the tigers. Found... Huh? Fed him to the tigers. Oh, Just well, kidding. yeah. Carol, I mean, she is really suspicious. Yeah. Uh, but so, we were following it because he reported his wife missing. He uh-huh. said she just walked out of her house in Pennsylvania during an ice storm mm-hmm. with no coat. Oh. And that they got in a fight on New Year's Eve at 5 p.m. And then he was looking for her. And, of course, unfortunately, she was found deceased yesterday. But his, like, his behavior online, mark my words, yeah. that husband did it. COD? What's the COD? What's the COD? What did they say? Cause of death. Uh, so right now they're saying that it, cause, okay, here's why I think he's suspicious. Mm-hmm. He, in everything that he posted online, he made sure to make it a point to say she was an alcoholic and that that's what they were fighting about. Oof. And she went, she walked to the liquor store, uh, to go get more alcohol Ugh. and never came home. As you do, as you do, you're like, and- Ugh, Maggie went to the liquor store to buy more alcohol. So tired of this relationship. Don't know how much longer I can maintain it. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Come on. like also, I just feel like if you're in a place that has below zero temperatures, yeah. she walks out without a coat, mm. let her cool off, and then you're going to go find her. Well, I wouldn't let her You're walk, a fucking you know. idiot if you don't, yeah. you know? Yeah. But so (laughs) he just kept bashing her in everything, which is not normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no matter how mad you are at your wife and mother of your children, you're not going to be like, I haven't seen her in two days. Oh, well. She probably died. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Something you wouldn't say. You wouldn't just be like, eh, haven't seen her in two days. Oops. Yeah. Well, then all of a sudden he started acting like. He was sad, I guess, but he was wiping fake tears. Like, he wasn't even crying. Dang. And so this is the part that I find crazy. They had a search party out Uh looking by that liquor store. There's, like, a pond and wooded area kind of near there. They had looked there before because, obviously, they're going to look in a pond Mm -hmm. right by the place she was supposedly supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, drag the pond. And nobody saw her. And then yesterday when they were searching, they found her in a shallow pond with water or like ice, and she had died. In the so water, frozen hy- hypothermia. The cause of death, huh? yeah, hypothermia right now. For now, the cause of death is like accident. Yeah. But I have a feeling. 
Uh, de- death by misadventure. <laughs> yeah. Right. Death it's something. It, it, it's like no. It's something. It's it's something. They they call that. That's really a thing. Like yeah, uh, the exposure. Right. I would yeah, guess. I would guess. Exposure because she didn't well, have a coat. If they found her in water, it was probably hypothermia. She just yeah went you know. But um, what's his name? Uh, um, God dang, Jeff. Ah, uh, uh, hold on. Jeff Irwin? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, oh, that's Steve Irwin. What am I, Jeff Irwin? <laughs> trying to find the right. <laughs> Jeff Buckley. Irwin. Jeff Buckley, the singer. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he, he went swimming in uh, the river, in a river, and he had his boots on and his jeans, and he drowned. And that's they call that death oh. by, like, misadventure. Yeah. That makes sense. <clears throat> so there was um, a – there was. I have a – okay, go ahead. Sorry. But so I just I've seen a lot of cases, mm-hmm. especially the last couple of years. There's a lot of guys killing their wives. Um, and I don't know. I just I get this feeling. Just get a just, divorce. The morning after she went missing, he mm-hmm. posted like this really sarcastic, like he had his leg up on a table drinking coffee. He's like that feeling when you're your drunk wife leaves and you're just drinking coffee. Like, I'm sorry. No, I would like, never post that. Yeah. I just, you know, it's like, I feel like after an hour or two, no matter how mad at hamster I was, I would be just yeah. beside myself worried. And he yeah. just was like, yeah, whatever. I would never in a million years go on social media and, you know, be like, I'm so tired of my spouse doing this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it's just an odd way. That's an odd way to, to, to act. Like, you know yeah. what? She's always smoking crack in the <laughs> kid's room. And I'm tired of it, guys. I'm too, right. I'm, at, I'm at the end of my rope here. You know, that just to sounds me, it like. It just looked like he was laying out his, like, yeah. alibi, <laughs> you know, just. Yeah. Um, I have a crazy what? death by misadventure story, but go ahead, James, if you want to, if you have something to say. Oh, I was gonna say, uh, yeah. I mean, I I got in trouble because I posted mm-hmm. a photo of me with like a thumbs up because I was like on an airplane um, after my fiance died. Yeah. Oh yeah. I but got you in weren't huge like trouble with her, that. You know. No, definitely, I wasn't. But yeah, just the fact that I had a thumbs up, I was like, yeah. I don't know. This is. I'm like out of here. And I, people read a lot into that, and I was like, "That's crazy." Mm, yeah, and you know, sometimes you're just like, "Hey, I'm doing okay," you know. That's yeah. pretty much what I meant. I was right. like, "Because everyone was to me, that's about... a normal response." Yeah. Like, but when when somebody you love is missing and you don't know where they are, and it's below zero temperature, and they don't have a coat on, they don't have their phone. I yeah. just think that's not the time that you're going to be like, she's a right. drunk piece of shit. I don't know. Right. I, I suspicion. No, no, yeah. So um, let's go back in time a little bit to, to, to the year 2001. Okay. Um, oh, wow. Right okay. after 9-11, um, Jay Leno um, <clears throat> decided to um, – get this you know he you know Jay Leno's a big like car guy and motorcycle guy mm-hmm. and <clears throat> what he wanted to do to raise money for like the victims of September 11 September 11th he uh um 
he got this Harley Davidson, like really vintage, uh, old Harley Davidson, right? And uh, he had it like on the the Tonight Show set, and every celebrity that came on would sign it. <clears throat> so it had like autographs from you know, um, what was his name? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Nicole Kidman, Denzel Washington, Tom Cruise. Um, I'm actually looking at the um. Oh, what's his name? Uh, God dang it. Uh, I just had it in my head. Anyway, like just all the celebrities that were on his show, right? Mm-hmm. So then what they decided to do is they decided to take this motorcycle. They were going to auction it off, and the money was going to go to the uh, 9-11 you know, victims' families, you know, victims and their families. It was a Harley-Davidson FXDL Dyna Lowrider. Um, uh-huh. So this guy uh, in Portales, New Mexico, wins the lottery. And it wasn't like, you know, 30, 40 million, but it was a couple million, right? Uh-huh. And it's right before this whole, this they do this auction. And I can't remember his name, but this guy goes and bids on this motorcycle he bids three hundred and sixty thousand dollars and he wins it and it came with a harley davidson edition ford truck and it came with a trailer and you could put so my sister says he won two million dollars she knew the guy two million dollars so uh him and his dad you know got this motorcycle and it came with a trailer that, like, they could put the Harley in, and then it, like, had windows on it, and you could see it. I saw the bike. I've seen the bike in person. Um, Samuel L. Jackson, that's who's on. I saw, you know, you could see Arnold Schwarzenegger, his, you know, all these different autographs on. So the, the guy bids, and he wins the bike in Portales. Man, it was not two months later. Him and his friends were partying at Ute Lake on a boat, and... You know, unprepared for being a, they were just drinking and partying on their boat. So they drive the boat up on like a little um, dune of water coming, dune of dune of, of of sand coming out of the water. You know, not on the little island, but like a little. You know, I don't know what you call it, but they drove yeah. they drove the boat up on that on accident. They were drinking pretty heavily, and so they're stuck. Now, they couldn't have been. I've seen. I've seen the little dune they were on. I mean, it's thirty yards to land. So him and his friend decided to jump into the water and swim to shore. And I mean, they were wearing you know their shoes. They were wearing their jeans. Everything. Both drowned and died. Thirty yards to land. Oh my god! Yeah, it's crazy. Like it was. I was like, "What the fuck?" When I heard that story, I was like, you, "You're kidding me!" And then I went out with my friends, and they were like, "Yeah, that's where those people went up on the on the the sandbar sandbar." And uh, yeah. and I was like, "Dude, that's thirty yards to the you know to the beach." But I mean, if you're drunk and you have yeah. like jeans on and boots, mm-hmm. you know, you're not yeah. in the right mind. Yeah. The last time you swam in water, you were like ten. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and, you know, with this case, 
you know, with the, this husband, mm-hmm. like it very well, it very well could be that she was super wasted and walked out without a coat. And, you know, maybe he was fed up with it. Maybe he didn't yeah. murder her, but I don't know. I, I don't know. Just here's, here's a tip from somebody who follows true crime. If something happens to your spouse, time do not, yeah. don't post <laughs> do a bunch not, of shit. Do not talk shit publicly about no. your spouse. Don't do it. Nope. Just walk away. <laughs> just walk away. Just. Just say, don't, I am don't worried do that about either. myself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I'm deleting all social media, guys. Have to take a break. No, you know, they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Didn't his wife die? I'm like, eh, you know. But I mean, you're like, I'm upset. So I'm going to just delete everything real quick. Yeah. If it's like a suspicious circumstance. So what, what's the what's the epilogue here? Uh, uh, the did they catch him? Significant others always going to be... Yeah, uh, a suspect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so That's they take away. so they didn't catch him. There's not like they're not like. Well, so this just happened today or yesterday. Yeah. I need the dun 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 update. Uh, after uh, yeah. viewers watched our program, they uh, <laughs> were able to send <laughs> in tips. I'll give you an update when I get one. Oh. I mean, this is how crazy I am into it, though. Like we watch, yeah. we 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 do, we keep an eye on things the whole. Yeah. So. Was, was that your favorite part of Unsolved Mysteries? That was mine. It was like, they'd yeah. be like, update. Earlier this season, we talked about a man that we thought was a suspect in a killing of his wife. Several viewers came forward, and we were able to, they were, police were able to apprehend him in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And you're like, hell yeah, son of a, <laughs> yeah. Y'all son of a bitch. How dare you? <laughs> I would think that Unsolved Mysteries and like those updates and stuff is probably where my true crime obsession <laughs> Right. Came I from. think that's where a ton of people, yeah. they were like, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first time uh, Unsolved Mysteries, and I, this was for a lot of people. Unsolved Mysteries was the first time they talked about the Unabomber ever. Yep. They were like, people are getting suspicious packages exploding. And I remember that. And then all of a sudden, like, about six months after Unsolved Mysteries, it was in the news. It was like, oh, shit, you know. And they were really right. they really were after him. And then they had that terrible rendering of the dude. The worst, the worst, I'm going to call this the worst, sketch drawing in the history of catching a human being. They're like, uh, he's a, a male with a hoodie on and sunglasses. If you see this guy, you're like, um... Yeah. Everyone. So everyone? Everyone. So literally every man yeah. I see wearing a hoodie with sunglasses yeah. is the Unabomber. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thanks. It's cold outside during the day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at it. Hold on. Hold on. Let's look at this. I just watched that TV show they have. It's mm-hmm. called Manhunt. Yeah. Or something. Uh, <gasps> and it's about the yet? Unabomber. Yeah. It was so good about how that guy, Jewel, got like they basically convicted him in the public eye. Yeah. So my sister can confirm this. When we were underage, there was a place called Rockies Twenty One and Under in Albuquerque or in, uh, in Clovis, and half the people that went there looked like this guy, <laughs> this sketcher, this dude with curly hair and a bad mustache and sunglasses and a hoodie. Yeah. The worst. I feel like everyone back then 
looked like. Yeah, that. the worst sketch drawing of all time. <laughs> yeah. That when I was in when I was uh, in there in the nineties and I'd play Tony Hawk, I would create that the Unabomber as a character and I would do the hoodie oh, with God. the sunglasses. Oh, and I just said that wrong. So I watched the one about the Olympic bomber, which is that jewel oh, guy. Oh, dude, that that movie. Have you watched the movie? I haven't watched the movie, but the TV oh. show was super good. Yes. And then they have another season Fuck. that's about the Unabomber. Okay. And it shows how the FBI fucked that up using profiling. The Unabomber or the Richard Jewell? The one? Unabomber. Do the rich- and the other one. Do profiling the rich- is what fucks them up in both of those cases. Yeah. Do that Richard Jewell case. <sighs> if you don't, if you hate the police, you will hate them more after that yeah. Richard Jewell one. Man, that poor motherfucker. Like, I watched that movie, and the guy that plays him in that movie should have won the Academy Award. That guy is amazing. Oh and Richard Jewell, like, if you if you watch the Richard Jewell movie, and it was a Clint Eastwood movie, so it's an amazing yeah. – I mean, Clint Eastwood doesn't make real shitty movies. Um, the guy that plays him in the movie, like, Richard Jewell, Richard Jewell was that guy that everyone has, has met in their life. Yeah. Where – he just wants to be a police officer. And, but for the right reason. So yeah. Well, so the reason the profile gets mm-hmm. messed up with him, right, mm-hmm. is he checked all the boxes for a sociopath. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, sure. as far as the profiling went, he had yeah. an abusive family. You know, he, he didn't Not have his an mom. active father. He had an abusive mother. No, his he, mom uh, wasn't. Was his mom abusive? Yes. Oh, his mom, his mom treated him like crap, talked to him like crap, yeah. um, and that went into the FBI profile. Oh. Um, he he basically wanted to please everybody around him. Yeah. He wanted well, he wanted to do good. Well, he, he wanted to be lawful. Like he he wanted yeah. to be a law enforcement, and he was he was a right. cop for a while. But, yeah. Yes, but the, where the profiling got fucked up, and why profiling is so dangerous. Mm-hmm. Is that there's a fine line between somebody who's like BTK serial killer <laughs> yeah. who wants to get into some kind of law enforcement to control things. Mm-hmm. And then there's somebody who wants to get into law enforcement because they want to do good. Right. Because they want to be lawful. You know, and they really, really fucked Jewel up. And they even went as far as like the FBI interviewed him pretending that they were he was the hero and they were doing a yep. training video. Yes. And even had him sign Miranda rights uh-huh. as part of a well, training video. The thing was, is he was a little slow. Yeah. He was. He's that guy that everyone has known in their life who's a little slow and looks up to, like, law enforcement and loves America. Mm-hmm. And that's all he wanted to do. And yeah. and then he had his chance. Like, it was like he, he actually, like, was like, that's the thing. When he was at the Olympic uh pavilion or whatever at the concert you know other law enforcement were just having a good time like they were not taking it seriously and he was taking it seriously and he saw a backpack just sitting under a bench and he actually i don't know if they talk about this in the thing what he did was he took the backpack that was sitting up vertical and he turned it on its side so when Mm -hmm. it exploded it didn't explode out it exploded well, up. On. So the the yeah. the thing about the bomb was actually it 
the bomb was built, the way they caught right. the guy who actually did it, the way mm -hmm. the bomb was built was it had a plate, a right. metal plate in the backpack. Mm -hmm. So he caught some kids who had a backpack yeah. and he told the cops about it. The kids walked away, but there was another, there was right. like another thing there. Right. So he ended up saving thousands right. of lives. Only one person died, I think. Attention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Only one person died. And he got injured, too. He got hurt. Mm -hmm. uh, it hit him. So that's the thing. Like, the way the bombs worked, like, the guy, like, it was one of those bombs where they put nails and stuff in it. Mm -hmm. Ball bearings and nails. So whenever it explodes, mm -hmm. it turns all those into, like, basically bullets just flying. So if, yep. the, if the backpack would have stayed vertical it would have exploded out into this like audience of people. Mm -hmm. So he turned it sideways and it, when it exploded, it mostly exploded up and down. Yeah. And so it went into the ground yeah. and it went up. And the other thing about it is yeah. that the ATF got kind of pushed out of the investigation, which sucks because they were 30 minutes from ATF headquarters oh, in well. Georgia. Huh, I didn't know right. That. So, ATF got pushed out and this investigator wouldn't let go of the fact that this was a very intricate, like, bomb that if he had been the bomber, he would have been smart enough to not put himself in harm's way. Yeah. Because of that metal directional plate. Right. He would have known better than to be anywhere near yeah. that explosion. But he was like famous for like 15 minutes. I mean, literally, not literally, yeah. but. And then, and they, then he was infamous. And then they just ruined his life. I mean, they ruined yeah. him and his mom. Both of them ruined their lives. Yeah. And uh, it took like, it, and they didn't catch the other person until like two or three years later. Yeah. yeah so they, they kind of screwed him. It was like, it was like the FBI and a reporter that did it. This all sounds amazing. It's a great yeah. movie, man. You should watch the TV show because it uh, really gets into like how the FBI messed up mm -hmm. and the ATF. The ATF really, the ATF guy really pushed the FBI mm -hmm. guy in the right direction, and the ATF guy yeah. never got the credit he deserved. Right, and then you know, and then yeah. Richard Jewell, what like you know, he's. What is this all about? So in the in the two thousand and uh, what was it two thousand and two. Olympics? Well, it was like the 90s, wasn't it? It could have been, you know, it was the Olympics in Georgia. Um, yeah, like 90s. You don't remember that bomb, that bombing at the Olympics in Georgia, James? You don't remember that at all? I may not have had a TV right. at the time. You, you, well, I mean, the reason why you, you don't really remember it is because Richard Jewell saved shitloads of people. Yeah. He, I mean, he saved hundreds, maybe thousands of people. You know, there was a shitload of people at that concert. And... It was kind of a blip because like one person died. They say nineties, so then he he's dead. He died not too long ago after that because um, he was very obese. Yeah, he was pretty yeah. obese, and uh, he had issues. Like I think it was you know probably diabetes or something, and he died. But yeah, they they treated him like right away. They treated him like he was a hero because he was because he because he kept telling people he's like there's that he's like there's a bomb and he had to like run up the thing. Yeah. And tell him, shut the concert down. There's a bomb. Yeah. And the police were like telling him to shut up and not saying like, do, you don't, you know, because he was kind of that guy that was like overzealous, like mm -hmm. I love the cops guy. And uh, he was actually right. And he saved like one guy died. And then the yeah. FBI, like the FBI and this reporter, I think she was from CNN, 
raked yeah. him over the coals and were like, maybe you're the bomber. Maybe you did it. And yeah. he had to turn. It was really, it's really sad. Like the movie's really sad. Cause like, you yeah. know, the guy played, you know, the guy, you know, he, he was very, you know, he wasn't a smart guy. He was just not, I mean, from every, yeah. re- I went and read a bunch of the reports about him and they were like, yeah, he was that, he was that simple, super honest person that just really wanted to be a law enforcement officer, but didn't have the capacity and he mm. did he did what was right and he was a hero and instead of looking for the right person they went and like persecuted him and his well, mom Well the profiling is what fucked them up mm-hmm. because they thought that he had on purpose said mm-hmm. there's a bomb yeah. made himself look like a hero mm-hmm. oh, Because that, yeah. there are sociopaths that, that do that kind that, of shit That is what they thought yeah they thought he planted the bomb and then and then you know yeah and then they like But yeah you should watch <clears> the TV show cuz it I goes will. into more of like the ATF and the FBI or yeah like more into like yeah. what what went wrong right and then what eventually went right well and, and it was yeah. very interesting and i feel like more people should watch the movie because it's like one of those things where like people are like i don't know who this guy is and i'm like and you should because this guy was a hero he was yeah. not you know he was not anything spectacular he was just a guy that wanted to always do the right thing at the right time but he just wasn't looked, you know. He was looked. I mean, he was looked upon as a as a pathetic person. Yeah. And they didn't take him seriously. Like he was like a, you know, he was a police officer for a little while, but he just they fired him because he was just, you know, he just didn't have the capacity. Well, probably because he did everything the right way. He was a good cop. He was a little too hard edged, and like he even worked for like even like they show scenes in the movie. They show scenes where he was like a security guard at a at a college and he was like hard edge doing his job. And like the, you know, the Dean fires him cause he's like just too much, you yeah. know? And yeah, it's, it's you sad, know, but it yeah. Happened. But like, I felt like, and it, and it really saddens you in the movie. Cause like you kind of see him like where he's been, you know, he always has looked up to these people and they're just raking him and his mom over the coals. And finally, he just kind of has a little speech. And you're yeah. like, and I don't know if it really happened, but you're just like. He got beat up fuck. at a grocery store. Yeah, like crazy like, shit, man. But yeah, you guys, I mean, check out the, I want to check oh. out the movie. And then um, I also want to, I, I urge everybody to watch both that one and the one about the Unabomber. Yeah. Um, because I think it like gives insight into why you should not trust <laughs> oh what what <laughs> we don't really portray that on this show <laughs> i'm just Ugh. saying cops can lie to you what? and not know not have any evidence ah. and not know what they're doing what you know? lie to the cops too lie to you or l- tell you, you to put your take. see that you have brake pads in your hand and shoot you and say it was a gun i don't know yeah. stuff like that mm-hmm. who knows i'm not saying like, they're all that way but some I got on so many things just by like giving the wrong address. Yeah. Sure, we'll yeah. talk about this later if you ever find me. Uh, fun times. <laughs> All right, I think we've done enough damage in this world. We're all I don't need start... more reasons to hate the cops. Oh, God, never, never in a million years do I know. You know, I mean, and I say that, and I, you know, I've gotten many opportunities where I should have gone to jail and I didn't. So. Yeah. 
Thank you. I, Thank you, uh, officers. I really wanted to be a criminal profiler. That's like my my dream job. But I refuse to, to do it because smart. I don't want to be a cop first. Well, and like my dad, my dad was a cop. My mom just stated that my dad was a cop. Oh. But he is a nice person. No, he was not a nice cop. No. No, but he's like a good person sure, in sure, general. Sure, sure, yeah. So I don't think he would do anything yeah. shady, you know. They're saying not all cops are bad. You're right, they are not. But uh, not all cops are bad. So, but I'm saying you should be weary. They're saying Just that. The they're saying that. that they work for. Here, they're all saying that, but they don't live in Albuquerque, where we have a lot of cops that are bad. Oh, that's well, very I'm not true. I'm saying See, that all cops are bad. I'm saying you should be leery yeah. of cops because cops make mistakes yeah. as well. Is what I'm saying. And they're saying what? Question mark. Well, just look up. Uh, they have the department. Uh, the, what is it? Department of Justice is camped out here due to all the cop shootings. And uh, what was it? We had um, twenty police officers, twenty deaths in one year from not guns, but from tasers. So you know, yeah, not in one year, but it was twenty deaths from tasers. How do you kill a person with a taser? Well, you just keep shooting them with it. Um, try. Yeah. It's so got a concerted effort there. We had a definite issue with the police here right. for quite some well, time. I'm going more about FBI yeah. who has powers like profiling right. that they can use as evidence. That's what I was talking yeah. about yeah. is be leery because they can literally turn a conversation you're having mm -hmm. with them and dismantle that and turn it into probable cause. Yeah. Watch the Richard Jewell. Yeah. I, I guarantee you guys watch. I haven't watched the documentary, but I guarantee after watching the movie, they yeah. <laughs> I've probably never said a true statement to a police officer in my entire good, life. Good, good job, Smiley. <laughs> Keep it up. That's what I'm talking about. Don't let the man know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, <they're not> <laughs> oh my. Okay, hold on. I've got it. My sister just said y'all have so much crime. I'd be afraid to even be a bullshit. I am more afraid of the police here than I am oh, people. God, yeah. Someone shooting me. So. When the police shot that homeless guy up in the heights, here's what they did. They were driving to the call that some rich person called because there was a homeless person in their neighborhood. And the police officer said, when we get there, I'm going to shoot him in the pecker. Then they got there. They, You can hear the audio. They tell him to back up slowly. Then they fire six bullets into him. Then they sent a fucking dog. They sick the dogs on him after they've shot him with AR-15s. Then they shot him with rubber bullets. Why would you shoot someone with rubber bullets last? At close range. At no close way. range. Then there was the girl who they said was on drugs that I have friends, like all my friends seem to know. They, the cop pulls her over. She gets out of the car. Then his camera shuts off. Then the camera comes back on, and she's dead. And he said, oh, she pulled a gun on me, and my camera failed. And they fired him. Then you had uh, the guy that had brake pads in his Can hands. Then, Well, that we're getting there. Then you had the guy that had brake pads in his hands, and the cops told him to freeze, and they thought they were guns, and so they killed him. Then you had Ken Reese, who was our friend, who, uh, yeah. was, who was on the phone with 911 yeah. at the time. Yeah. Where 911 told him to right. be. Right. And 911 told him to be there. And 
they showed up and they, they told him to put his hands up. And as soon as they say, put your hands up, they start firing and they shot him. And then you hear him screaming on the audio. Then they fire a bunch of more shots after about five seconds and kill him. And then the police report comes out and they go, well, he had drugs in his system. And they go, okay, so what? So what if he had drugs in his system? He called the police for someone breaking into his house and then you shot and killed him. So because someone had drugs in the system that they deserve to die, it's ridiculous. So so I'm sorry when people say, oh, we have too much crime here. The cops should be afraid. No, the cops need more training. And whoever's training them shouldn't train them to shoot first, then ask questions. That's the problem. So sorry if I'm a little pissed. But it just after living here for – I'll walk out. I'll tell you right now, and I'll tell my sister this. I walked my parents down Central – and down central downtown Friday night, 11 o'clock at night. And we had no problems whatsoever. No one touched us. No one bothered us. I'll walk up and down the streets. I don't give a shit. And then I see a cop car and I'm more afraid of the cop car than I am at anything else. Just how it is. Bullshit. Sorry. I'm mad about that, but you know, it just keeps happening over and over, over again. You get these people ABD's who are not, not even in charge of Albuquerque right now. We're no. still over DOC because it's right. so corrupt and it's so violent. Yep. From the police, you know, From and I mean, I'm not saying that there is. Yep. I'm, I'm sorry. I know there's bad parts of Albuquerque. I'm very aware. And I don't go in those areas. And, uh, you know, that's just how it is. I don't do it. But like, I'll walk down central. I'll walk over all around downtown. Not afraid. Not one bit, you know. But, man, as soon as the police show up, scared to bits. I don't want to get shot, man. Sorry. And, uh, oh, we lost Holly. Uh, maybe she got mad. Anyway, I'll end it at that. I hate to end on a bad note, but uh, <laughs> she must have got upset. Maybe. I'll ask her. Um, anyway, uh, James, you have anything to plug while we while we leave here? Uh, yeah, uh, you can, uh, see me, I guess it's, uh, streaming on HBO max, uh, snatchers. Yeah. And, uh, then as per usual on Netflix, you can see me in daybreak or on, uh, Hulu or NBC midnight, Texas and, um, the brave. Holly Ann said her tablet died, which is uh, understandable. Um, they're saying, glad you feel safe. Absolutely. I I, I love, like, I'm going to be real honest here. I love that people feel like Albuquerque is a dangerous, crazy, crime-filled city because I don't want you to move here. I don't want our property tax, our property value to go up. I like the way it is. And uh, if you ask me what it's like and you don't live here, we have car fires, we have blood puddles, and we have medical waste everywhere because I don't want you to move here. I go to riots all the time. And with that, we are... <laughs> Ten drink minimum. <laughs> <laughs>